0: Let's go on this journey together and spark the change we wish to see in ourselves, our teams, and the world. Well, thank you so much for tuning in to Next Level Leaders Podcast. This is Dr. Joseph One Walker the Third, and we are grateful to have you once again connected to this particular podcast. Well, our goal is to inspire, it is to equip, and it is to expose you to some of the greatest strategists, and people who are making it happen every single day, making dreams come true and helping you understand best practices as you attempt to become a next level leader. This month, we've been so favored because we've been really focusing in on professional athletes and getting a sneak peek into their humanity. Often we, you know, we celebritize them and we we think that they're superhuman and don't realize that they are dealing with this pandemic like all of us are. We've had an opportunity to hear stories of incredible resilience and perseverance all month long. And, of course, we were able to hear a powerful story from the NFL, Janu Smith from Tennessee Titans, and, of course, Mookie Betts from the uh, Major League Baseball from the Los Angeles Dodgers. Then Alicia Clark from the Seattle Storm really, really inspired us from the WNBA. Then, of course, uh, we were so, so blessed to hear from Robert Covington from the National Basketball Association, Houston Rockets, So I thought it appropriate uh, to really tie a bow around this conversation this month to talk to a young man who spends his life really managing the lives and careers of professional athletes. Uh, He is someone I have a great deal of respect for. He is uh, a dual kind of agent uh, in the professional realm, and he may be more than that. I'm sure he'll tell us about that, but I do know that he uh, is an agent for many of the NFL players as well as NBA players. And to be trusted with their lives, to be trusted with major decisions about contracts and a variety of things, it is really, really, really an awesome space for him to be in. And I'm excited about him. He is the Director of Operations for THB, which is a awesome, awesome sports management firm, and they are doing great work. And I want to welcome him today. It's Brandon Williams. Hey, man.
1: How you doing, Bishop, man? I appreciate you for having me.
0: Well, thank you for being a part. I want to just dive into this because I think it's important, first of all, before we get into who is Brandon, we get into their story, I want to delve into something because at the taping of this particular podcast right now, and this is why I'm so honored and humbled to have you be a part, right now, this entire world has been impacted by COVID-19. Mm-hmm. We've had family members and others who have been impacted and it has impacted the league. It has impacted, uh, you know, a lot, of your, a lot of your clients' ability to make money and a variety of things in terms of that. But I want to get very personal for a moment at the beginning of this. And right now, while you are doing this actual interview, you are in the midst, midway, almost on the tail end of a COVID uh, battle yourself. Can you talk about that just for a moment,
1: yeah, 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 um, you know, I would have never thought in a million years that you know um you know my clients and close friends they call me the glue, <laughs> that I would be the one experiencing um you know the coronavirus uh but just more on a positive note, you know, um, I mean I do have it, um, it is serious. Um, I'm taking it day by day. I am on the other end of it where I'm feeling a whole lot better. My symptoms are actually down, you know, just a small cough here and there, but that's what they tell you. You know, all your symptoms have to be actually be gone. But, uh, man, the coronavirus doesn't have a name on it. I encourage people to definitely quarantine, you know, keep their distance from people and, um, man, take it serious. Don't take it lightly. Make sure you wash your hands tenuously. Drawing closer to the Lord, asking Him just to watch over you, making sure you're keeping up with your health. And, uh, yeah, that's the best advice that I, I would give anybody.
0: Well, we wish you well, and we know that you're going to get to the other side of this. And I think it's just important because I think people need to know how real this is. And, you know, the social distancing is so important. And, you know, you're an everyday guy who's involved in the lives of so many people. And, you know, oftentimes people see you guys and think you're superhuman, and you're immune to this. And here you go, having to get it. And clearly there's going to be a testimony that's going to emerge from it as a result of uh, you having it. And perhaps that's why I want to kind of delve into because, you know, this is really, you know, change your life. And there's some things, obviously, um, you know, you had already made a significant change in your personal life in terms of your relationship with Jesus Christ. And, you know, it's honored to be a part of that right, and, right, and right. to see you grow and to see all those things happen. But I think what has COVID opened up to you? Like now, how you view your role, your platform, your influence in the lives of these professional
1: athletes? You know, it's been a challenge for sure. I'm a person that spends about seven days out of the week, I may be on a plane, four or five of them. So uh, just being at home for over a month straight is definitely, you know, like, wow, this is my house, it's eye-opening. But the challenge is, you know, our firm, TBH, we like to pride ourselves on being a, a family firm, but also very hands-on and always traveling to see your clients, explaining to them what's going on in their portfolios, talking about the contracts that are coming up here in the near future, their play, just their everyday life It's so much personable when you're actually there. But now it's, it's a lot of FaceTime calls, Zoom calls. Um, it's definitely it's not it's it's challenging just because you know they always say you know uh, an athlete's attention span is 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 so little, and it's true because you only get the guy's attention for, let's call it, two to five minutes at max when you're on the phone. But even for them now, it's a challenge. And they have to, they actually have to dial in and make sure they pay attention and uh, to detail and ask the right questions. And we have to make sure we're fully dialed in as well and making sure that we're on the top of our game, explaining everything from A to Z, and staying on there as long as we need to so guys feel comfortable when they get off the phone. They know about their assets. They know about their livelihoods. They know about... What's coming in the next month or two when it comes to their finances, or even their contract when they talk to their agent from that aspect. So it's challenging, but it's, it's it's also kind of opened my eyes to say it's not the end of the world, and we can still get through this.
0: You know, one of the things that I think has been a tremendous thing that has come out of this experience for so many people. You just made a lot of this, and, and Mookie talked about this earlier. You know, about being home and you know being still and being able to appreciate things that you kind of take for granted and. You know, you you, have a house and you're never really there. Yeah, <laughs> you're moving yeah. around, you make it, you're kind of doing and never being, you know? True. And but I think one of the things that I, I really want to delve into, because I couldn't wait to talk to you about this, because you know, you know, you have a different perspective, mm-hmm. right? And and that is that is this, that 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 this coronavirus has shut down, major league baseball is shut down, football is shut down, basketball. It's made equals of us all. And As a result of that, you know, obviously there's a great deal of anxiety about that, right? There's a great deal of anxiety for a lot of guys out there like, you know, man, what's on my next move? How are they going to structure our pay and all this kind of stuff because we're not playing and what what it's going to look like when we go back out there. But more importantly, what I'm asking to you is what are your thoughts in terms of how do you think players and people, professional athletes are looking at life, how sudden things can shift and change in terms of their relationships with family, relationships with God, relationships with taking care of their money and not being as uh, extravagant, being more frugal, more responsible, because again, you know, you kind of feel a sense of, I'm invincible when I'm, you know, I'm on top of my game and things are coming and then something like this happens. You're like, Whoa, this really can happen. You true, know? True, true. What advice are you giving? What is that? What is, what are you hearing and what advice are you as a big brother out there and mentoring and, and, and being an agent? What are you sharing with these
1: folks? Yeah, I'm glad you asked that, you know, a lot of the conversation that I've been having with my clients is, you know, just asking them what's everyday life like now, you know, before you kind of dive into things and, it's kind of been the same thing that I that I've witnessed, just me personally. Uh, man, just drawing close to God has been the biggest—I would say—the biggest talk, just because everybody says we know God, and now they're they're really actually diving into the actual word, trying to understand the scripture. Uh, I think the appreciation for their their wives or their living girlfriends has has grown tremendously. I could definitely say that, you know, me and my girl, we have separate houses and I, I've been talking to the guys like that, but we spend so much time together and we live with each other, you know, throughout the week. And I have such a, a different appreciation for her because I'm I'm actually a victim of the coronavirus and I try to tell the guys and they're like, Wow and they're like, Well what's Keisha doing? I'm like, man, cooking my meals, making sure I'm good, risking her life to check t- taking my temperature, make sure my oxygen level's up. And guys are doing the same thing. And then when it comes to the money aspect, definitely I I, I would say there's nothing to really buy right now. Um, <laughs> guys are like, you know, I think at the first first two weeks, guys are kind of antsy. It's like, oh, man, like, I can't go to the club. I can't get on the plane. I can't, you know, go work out. I can't go to the beach. It, it's a lot of things that are being taken away from them. So it's like I'm telling guys, like, this should be – the high savings rate that you should have because there's nothing you you need to buy other right. than going to get groceries
0: right?
1: or getting Gatorade and water and playing the video game. <laughs> they do everyday life. So, I mean, your savings rate should, if, if it was a 75, if you were a 75 percenter, you should definitely be in the nineties right now. Yeah. I, I, I shouldn't see that you're spending money from a contract standpoint. I think guys that were, um, as you see now on ESPN, you know, some of the guys, like you said, they're on top of the world. They feel free. They feel like the check is coming in. When you think about football, Bishop, they're only paid four to six months out of the year. Um, Six months. If you're lucky to make the playoffs, four months, if you just play regular season and you don't get paid again until you go back to OTAs and your regular season pay doesn't start back until let's call it September game week one. And, uh, just a lot of my conversations with the football guys is, you know, hey, again, it's nothing to buy. Like, you know, any bonus checks that you're getting, any sign of bonuses, like, we should be putting up 100%. If anything, you should live off 5 or, five or 10% of your income because there's nothing you can spend on. And then you think about the NBA and the Major League Baseball. Those guys get paid 12 months out of the year. So they're year-round. And talking to, to Robert, you know, and, and I'm pretty sure he could contest to this, is, you know, he's lucky. I mean, he's still getting that high check every two weeks. But yeah. now, because there's no more games, now they're, they're talking about putting money in an escrow account and withholding 25% of their pay. But the thing is, though, they're still getting paid. Right. 25% of, of 100%. So you're still getting 75% of your income. And yeah. it, it, guys, I, I think they're realizing, like, I'm fortunate, I'm lucky, um, and – They're appreciating being at home and seeing their kids and guys are just like, man, you know, all I'm doing right now is trying to put some shots up, work out and stay healthy.
0: Wow. That is that is very eye opening, man. And uh, I think it's important for our listeners to hear, because I think that a lot of people think that they don't have to go through the same anxieties or stressors that everyday people go through. And this is really affecting everybody the same way. And if you find yourself in a place where you are getting paid and you, you should consider yourself one of the blessed ones because people are having to reallocate and appropriate how they're going to manage. And that's why it's important to learn those lessons, as you said, man, in terms of how you're saving. You're not, you don't have to buy gas as much. You don't have to go to the mall. You're not going out to the club. You really can really stack your cheese and save up and uh, put yourself in a situation so that if something like this, again, occurs, you'll be in a much
1: better place. I think the biggest anxiety is the unknown, yep. especially for the, like you said, for the football guys, even basketball. I mean, yeah. I think they're, the basketball guys, again, they're like, they want to play because they're competitive. And that's what we talk about. But it's just like, for them and baseball players, from a financial standpoint, they're still getting paid. Football guys, I think it's more of a the unknown because some right. cities are like, we're not taking any more sporting events to 2021. So when you think about LA and like possibly Texas and, you know, yeah. the major cities, New York that yeah. is being hit the most, they're like, well, I play in that city. Like yeah. what's next? Yeah,
0: it's tough. And it is, a, it's a whirlwind out there and, you know, and you're having to manage those emotions and manage that. And, you know, one of the things I, I appreciate, and I think it's almost prophetic, if you will. And I use that word loosely, but, you and, and had an opportunity, you know, with your wonderful, 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 and amazing girlfriend Keisha, who did this panel on on uh, mental health, and yep. it preceded this, right? <laughs> Talking true, about true. how <laughs> we, you know, have a conversation, a real conversation around anxiety and how people process and their coping mechanisms, and and then again, now you have folks out there. Now, what is interesting to me is people who don't have a moral compass or who don't have a foundation spiritually how they cope through these kinds of anxieties? how do they deal with it? are you finding yourself and, and certainly you're not you know I'm not asking you to mention names or whatever but just in general are you finding yourself somewhat concerned about the coping mechanisms of folks who 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 out there in the professional realm uh, who may not, Necessarily have that foundation, the relationship with God, and and it's like, man, like you gonna have to get it straight, or you gonna, you know, you you can go off the edge here if you don't get things together, you know.
1: Yeah, I, I would say mental health is definitely at its at its highest realm right now, and you know, for me, I guess I'm on the the better end just because I have people like Keisha that have a foundation, and obviously I, I brag about you all the time, and you know, I I feel like I got the best bishop in the world <laughs> that I could call at the snap of a dime and. Just talk, and I and I think the biggest worry that I would say that's out there, and, I, and I've just been lucky because you know my guys they're they're open, yeah. but having somebody in your life like my girlfriend that tells you like hey, you should differentiate yourself from your your other competitors or people that you know are in the same industry as you, and like don't be scared to ask your clients is everything okay because I think that's where it starts is if you don't ask. I think we just with athletes in general because they're wired to, like, you know, when you're coach, you're like, hey, next day, next play. Bishop, you played. It's like mm-hmm. you can't get caught on the next play, I mean, on the on the last play. So it's like you don't ask that guy, hey, how is your money really doing other than me already knowing or how do you feel about the unknown with the season not going, you know, like what's really going on. I feel that gives them an opportunity to, to actually open up. And if you don't ask, I feel like they won't tell
0: I totally agree with that. I think you're right. And I think one of the things that, that makes you unique in that, and that, I think that was wisdom for Keisha to share that. And, and I say this because I know it to be true is that, you know, you don't just focus on what your client is doing. You focused on who your client is becoming. True. And that is so, that is so key, right? Because often doing is what, where the incentive is financially, but if they can't be, then they truly won't do at an optimal level, right? And nah. so it's important. Yeah, man. And I think that's just huge. You know, it's it, it's huge. And I think that a lot's going to come out of this. And I do think you're right. We are seeing almost a 400% increase in terms of mental health and people needing to reach out. So uh, let me just uh, ask a couple of questions, and I'm not going to keep you long because I want you to get some rest.
1: <laughs> for but sure, for sure.
0: There, there are people out there that have a dream. I'm asking everybody, what is your... What what you dream about, man? Like, What is it that you dream about? You know, you're you making other folks' dreams come true out here. You're seeing people being able to realize their dreams, taking care of their families, doing all these amazing things. But, like, what what does somebody like you dream
1: about? Man, my, my biggest dream um, is, man, just looking up. And, you know, I, I always say that, you know, I, I know I won't be able to touch everybody, but every guy that I'm able to work with and touch, you know, my dream is an overall goal is that when it's time, when God says, "Hey, it's time to hang your cleats up or your shoes," that they're mentally strong to walk away from the game, knowing that they're financially debt-free and don't have a worry in life. And man, you know, I, I you know, you, everybody's not spiritual, and you know, you can't talk to everybody. You know, uh, I mean, you can, you can disciple to them, but. You know, it, it, some people take it in the wrong way. And like, for me, I look at it like, man, if, if you don't have any type of spiritual like platform or, you know, understanding, sometimes it may not be meant to work with me or TBA just because, especially at a time like this, you know, what I mean, it, it's, it's really all about faith. And that's my biggest dream is just like having faith and knowing that we'll get through this. And, you know, even in life, just in general there's always a door that's gonna be open to the to the better side. So that's what I dream about every day. I kinda of try to be positive and say, man, look, every guy that I'm touching and I'm I'm talking to, man, I'm getting it from a better a better source, which is the the higher source, which is through you from God, Bishop, and I'm just able to just pass along what's going on and I feel like guys get, get better. I feel like that was my calling and my dream when I when I rededicated my life back in August.
0: Man, I love it. I love it. I absolutely love it, man. You know, I I always give takeaways, you know, when people are listening to this podcast. And I think there's so much that you've shared today. And I think what is important is to understand your assignment in the earth and to understand that we're really not assigned uh, for self-serving reasons, but we are assigned for others and to be a blessing to others and to empower them. Your joy comes from watching other people realize their God-given potential. And and also learning lessons along the way, being sensitive to the fact that one could take this season, here you are with COVID, and you could take it negatively, but you have been able to abstract positivity from it and being able to say, now I'm able to really focus in on taking more time and being able to, you know, really pour into, you know, my athletes and help them through this and be home and be still a little bit traveling with that brutal schedule now. Sometimes God does put us in a place where we have to be still and know that he is God. And, uh, and then you're able to see really, you know, the extraordinary, you already knew it, but you even see even more the extraordinary woman you have in your life. Who's, you know, cooking your food while you got COVID and checking your temperature. I mean, that's, an, that, that ain't love. I don't know what it is. Right. So man, 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 man.
1: <laughs> I feel like that was, I feel like that was, you know, if you asked me, if I, if I can answer your question, right. I felt like, my biggest advice to everyone out there that's listening, I felt like this was was supposed to happen to me. I mean, you know, I turned the negative into a positive. And the reason why I say that is just because I, I told Keith like maybe this was supposed to happen to me just, you know, because one, I needed to sit down and just realize what was really important. Even though I I looked at certain things that are important yeah. but now I actually see it. You know what I mean? And and you preached about it last Sunday, for real, for real. I don't want anybody to think I'm boosting you, but a lot of people are looking at 2020 like it's over and it's and it's um and it's done, and we're in the fourth month, and you know, seven is completion, you know. And I and I heard that through your last message, you know, the second half of this yeah. Yeah. this life is going to be great, and I I just hit me hard. So yeah. I feel like it was called for me to, to to get this virus so that I can sit down and. You know, tell people about it, take it serious, and, man, realize that, man, you're really blessed, man, and it's a lot of things to be grateful for. So now you get the chance to actually see it versus just always somebody telling you you're blessed because you got a lot of money.
0: Right, right. Wow. Perspective is everything. Yeah. And, uh, man, I, I am so thankful for you taking time out to be a part of Next Level Leader, man. You have truly, truly blessed me, and particularly in light of what you are dealing with, fact that you would take a moment and pour into others speaks to who you have always been. And um, we pray for your speedy healing and recovery. And we are excited about the fact that we know those under your rim of influence are going to be so much better. Sure. It's going to make the leagues better because they have a different perspective on this. We thank you, man, Brandon for for sharing
1: man. I appreciate you for having
0: me. Absolutely. And thank all of you for listening in today, the next level leader podcast. And of course, hope you share this with other people. I hope this month has been a blessing for you and uh, we've got something very special uh, for the month of June that we're going to bless you with as well. But Hey, I thank you so much for tuning in and hope you'll tune in next time. Take care and be blessed. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's podcast. I want you to subscribe at iTunes, cpnshows.com or whatever podcasts are downloaded. I also want you to follow me on Instagram at josephwalker3. I look forward to connecting with you.